What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Monday, April, what is it? 18th. I don't even know what day it is. What's happening, everybody? Ah, how's it going? It's right. Ah. The snake, I'm here. The snake. How's everybody doing, huh? I made it. All right. How's everybody doing today? All right. Let's see what's going on. Who's out there? Who's got the normal peeps out there? That's right. Just watch the bat. Oh, of course. Yes. Can't wait to watch it myself. Just got to find time for it. Ah, oh, don't we all, Jacob? Don't we all? We want that goddamn Superman movie. What's going on, Eric Patterson? Good to see you. Music Man is here. We got Mr. Khan right here, too. How's it going? Good to see him. Hey, Fear Jason is out there. Yay. How's it going, buddy? All right. Uh, yep, a little bit of metal this time around, that's for sure. Uh-huh. What's going on, Jose? Happy Monday. Happy Superman Day, right? It is Superman Day. Just give that freaking movie to him. Let's get that to trend, too. Dave Full Frontal for Rebel Moon. It's starting to film, man. Got to get my scene in. Need for Speed right there. Good job. All right, we got Selena Kyle here. We got Lock Zoo. How you doing? All right, Niner Fan is also here. Niner for Life, I should say. Ah, J.D. McRae, how you doing, buddy? That's right. Cancel me. Cancel me. Ah, just cancel me all over the place. What's going on? Ahoy, hoy, Mr. Jason McKenzie. Always good to see you, buddy. That's right. Yeah. Something happened? Did you not, were you not there on Friday? <laughs> okay. What's going on? What is going on? Darling, how you doing? Uh, nothing. Just had a conversation with somebody. But apparently that was forbidden. It's forbidden. Yeah, so but this was a, a video I clicked. <laughs> right? What's going on, Seth? How you doing? All right, the music is done. Okay, we got Miss Cat right there. Meow. How's it going? And then we got, hey, Seek. He's a 16-month member right there. So good to see you, Seek, as always. You know, hope everything's doing well, my friend. Hope to talk to you soon. That's right. Yeah, uh, you're going to have leftover. Um, I didn't have ham. We had tri-tip, and I ate that for lunch. The leftover tri-tip that we had, I had that for lunch. So, And it was absolutely delicious. That's right. I'm watching it now, but I put on pause. There you go. That's good. You're pausing the Batman. Why not? That's, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. That's right. Ah, do you want to break the routine there, Ben? Oh, man, we should do. Uh, I'm thinking a live watch is going to be coming up soon going on sith how you doing got somebody new here what's going on we got darren watch the batman again it's still awesome yeah blow up blow up those servers like we did with uh zack snyder's justice league you know make it crash but they probably have it it probably won't crash like it did over there anyways who else we got that's pretty much it rosemary's here good to see you all right let's see we got raquel right there so there you go guys well, thank you for joining Film Junkie Live on your on your Monday right here, the end of Monday at least. Thank God, right? It's it's uh, the end of Monday. Hopefully, you guys had a good weekend, good Easter, and everything. Like I said, uh, you know, I went uh, to my mom's house. Uh, my cousin, aunt were there. My brother and my nephew, and uh, we ate tri-tip and potatoes and all all kinds of goodies, all kinds of goodies, and had a good time. And um, yeah, 
was uh, very full when it came to that the Batman stream last night. So, anyways, cheers, guys. Got my Monday wine. Mm. Ah, but yeah, did you guys uh, enjoy that opening little sketch? I figured I had a comment on something right when it came to uh, when it came to the vodka stream on Friday because you know it was a little uh, the feedback or some of the backlash was uh, it was there, but it was you know it wasn't that bad. You know, I always kind of find it funny when people are going like, oh, yeah, see, look at that. He's just doing it for clicks. He's just doing it for all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, um, I don't know about you, but um, a lot of people actually said bye bye. <laughs> I lost I lost followers and subscribers because of that stream. So, you know, I don't think I'm actually doing it for that. I think I'm just doing it because there's people that I want to bring on the vodka stream that I want to have a conversation with and maybe ask some questions, which is what happened. So. You know, I just wanted to start off by, you know, talking about talking to Sean on the vodka stream on Friday, which, uh, you know, I thought it was a good conversation um, when it comes to uh, obviously when it came to the the controversies that he was uh, a part of. I was not going to, you know, there was no way that I was not going to ask that, those questions. You know, it was uh, the vodka stream. It was the vodka stream. So now there wasn't a, um, I, you know, I was going to ask him those com- uh, those those questions. I wasn't going to like tiptoe by them or anything like that. I was like, all right, come on. Because we actually planned for him to come on to promote his book, like probably like a couple months ago. I don't even remember. But yeah, we planned on doing that. And then it was like, okay. Um, after all the, the, the new controversy happened with the, of course, the big controversy when it came to the Turning Red review, which you talked about, I went, okay, I'm just going to leave him be. I don't know if he's going to want to come on now, whatever. But then he hit me up last week and I went, all right, let's do it. And I knew there was going to be, I knew there was going to be controversy. I mean, I knew there was going to be backlash and everything like that. I thought it was going to be interesting. It was going to be an interesting little study to see what happens. And uh, yeah, I mean, um, some shit was thrown at me, of course, on Twitter. And uh, I didn't really pay attention too much to the live chat when the, the whole stream was happening. But, you know. It was just, uh, I just wanted to have a conversation with the dude. And I really wanted to get to those, to the question of, of asking about the backlash to the uh, Turning Red review. And then, of course, the Ray Fisher stuff. I wanted to get his side, okay? Because let's get his full on side. Let's see what he has to say because he hasn't really commented about the Ray Fisher um, thing. And then, of course, when it, when it comes to all that, I mean, if you, if you guys aren't aware, apparently that he screenshot conversation he was having with Ray Fisher and then did that stupid thing where where I, I think we've all kind of done it or we know people who've done it where you actually you take a screenshot and then you send it to that person and that's you just go oh I can't believe I did that so um so Ray had the suspicion that yeah he was uh sending that to Joss's people which totally yeah you could totally see why Ray would think that why wouldn't he think that it was like when uh, things were a little hot and heavy when it came to all of that stuff and Ray getting all that stuff out there, of course, he's going to be suspicious about everyone. So when he said when that when all when um, when that happened, I wouldn't I just I, I don't doubt that Ray was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to trust this motherfucker anymore. Of course. Yeah. Even but even Sean said that he saw he saw the he saw the point of view. I, that's what I liked about the responses from him when it came to even the turning red review. Because uh, I even said, like, yeah, dude, why did, why did you hit sin? I would have, like, taken another gander on that review before I put it out there. I'm just saying, because we all know there was, you know, his review that was pretty damn tone deaf. But right, at the same time, it's like, um, at least he's seeing the other side and realizing, okay, I totally understand why, you know, 
some people are looking at it like that. And then even why Ray is looking at it like that. But, you know, when it comes to that whole situation, man, I mean, I tell you, when, when, when all that was going down, when everything was going down, when all that stuff, I mean, obviously you, you, you go into the back background and you start going, so what's, what's going on? And anybody, anybody got anything? What's going on? You start talking with people and, you know, things obviously always going to be happening behind the scenes. You hear from someone, you know, sometimes it's a, he said, she said kind of stuff. And, um, um, so you just kind of like, okay, that's cool. But then at the same time, you also worry about, because there are people out there that sadly are also whispering in people's ears about certain things and being on that side and, 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 and saying information. I mean, you know, there's just a lot of things. And I mean, if we're going to find out more stuff, cool. And then we'll talk about it. I don't know. Like I said, I'm very much not really in the know about a lot of things. If Ray has more stuff about, you know, more screenshots or anything like that, cool, get him out there and let's talk about that shit. And I would love to still talk to Ray to even get his side about the whole thing. But, you know, it's just what happens right there, you know. But, yeah, I very much I, I wanted to get Ray on. Like I said, when I was getting everybody else on that I could. Um, but like I said, there's just sometimes behind the scenes, there's some things of people that just kind of start talking into people's ears. And then, you know, and then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, it's not going to happen. So, you know, not a big deal. Like I said, um, I'm glad that, uh, you know, hopefully like when, with, when all this stuff if more stuff comes out, cool. You know, I'm going to talk about it because that's what I do. But at the same time, I'm like, hey, we got Rebel Moon starting. Rebel uh, Ray Fisher is going to be in it. And it's going to be a huge franchise. And everything's moving forward. I mean, again, when it comes to all this, guys, and what I keep on saying when it comes to release the Snyder Cut, even restore the Snyderverse, everything right here. Again, we won. We won. No matter what, I mean, I know a lot of people are like, that person's a snake, that person sucks, and this, that shit, that's it, you know, whatever the fuck. At the same time, we all still won, okay? We all still got a big, huge W when the damn thing got released, and then people involved are now doing great things. Zack Snyder's literally just, he's about to plant that seed and shoot that first frame of fucking film right now for a big, huge franchise that he's been cooking up for over a decade. That's the thing. And Ray Fisher is going to be a part of that. And everybody else is doing stuff. But hey, so, yes. Uh, anyways, can you uh, get Matt Reeves and Andrew Garfield? That'd be sweet. I would love to talk to Matt Reeves and uh, Andrew Garfield. That'd be uh, great. Ray doesn't, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know any of that. I just know that things were happening behind the scenes that, you know, things that I've heard and things that I know about that, that, you know, that's just got to remain behind the scenes. That's just not for me to talk about. That's the, that's the kind of things that I'm talking about. I'm not saying that, um, you know, I've always said I very much support what Ray Fisher was doing. And uh, to kind of get everything out there in the Justice League investigation, I was 100% supporting of all, all that and stuff like that. And then, But when it comes to Sean, I wanted to get his side of that story. And I've never had an issue with Sean. I've always had a great conversation with him, which we did again. But I wanted to talk about the controversy. So there you go. It's just what's going to happen every now and again. And it has happened. You know, I've gotten shit for having other people on, other people on the vodka stream. I've gotten some uh, some blowback. This was the biggest one for sure. It definitely was. But, uh, you know, you know, um, 
and I knew it was going to be. And, uh, you know, I, and I'll always never change my tone. I still think that he wrote a great book when it came to an outside perspective of what was happening with the uh, the release of Snyder Cut movement. I thought he did a very good job with that. I thought it was very thorough. And by all means, if anybody wants to write another book and a better book, do it. That's what the free market's all about. Get it out there. And you have another perspective. Cool. Because I certainly wasn't going to do it. And, you know. So go ahead and do it. That's that's what I've always said, too, is like the free market's there for you to actually do that. If you think that that book sucked, which most people that say that hadn't read it yet. So, yeah, (sighs) I get blamed for everything around here. Yes, you do. You should. You get blamed for everything. But anyways, guys, I just wanted to talk about that real quick on the start of the show, because, yeah, it was uh, it wasn't like wasn't like that bad or anything like that. But, yeah. It was uh, it was interesting. It definitely was interesting having there. So if you haven't watched, if you haven't watched the uh, haven't watched Vo- the Vodka stream, watch like the first hour. Well, probably like the first hour and fifteen minutes where it's just me with uh, Sean one on one. That's and when people are pushing back, I'm like, did you actually watch the conversation? Did you actually listen to it? You can listen to it too. It's on Spotify and all that stuff. Listen to it as well and just kind of be like, hey, then take it from there. You know. But, of course, there were people that were immediately just like, I ain't going to watch this. I'm like, okay, nobody's facing, nobody's forcing you to watch it. So, yeah. Anyways, guys, yeah. I thought it was, yeah. Thank you, Eric. I thought it was a good conversation as well. Uh, Yeah, I was ignoring people on Twitter like crazy. Oh, yeah. It was just like, I'm not going to, why even engage to make everything worse? I've learned to not engage that much anymore. I've engaged so much in the past. And uh, and I'm just like, no, nah, it's not even worth it anymore. It's really not worth it. Uh, I just want to talk about movies and I want to have conversations with people. And it's not not. And is it always going to be what everybody wants to see on here? No. And it's just it's just kind of that's all. That's all I want to do. That's all I do. Nothing wrong with that, right? Conversations. What happens on the Vox stream? Come in, have a drink, sit here. Let's uh, let's talk. Let's talk about some stuff, you know. So anyways, that's all I want to, whoops, yep, got to turn that off. All right, so let's get, to, let's get to the show, all right? Let's get, the, let's get the show on the road right here. I have no clue what you're talking about, Dave. Stay away from the drunk. Well, yeah, I mean, well, just look who was on the vodka stream uh, on Friday, Darren. That's all. That's all it was. So anyways, let's get to that. What is making noise? All right, let's get to the tweets right now. Okay, so first off, obviously we got uh, we got a new poster for uh, for for Jurassic World Dominion, which I'm very much looking forward to, which is bringing the old and the new and concluding the story right here, which is pretty damn awesome. There's like a featurette too. If you watched it, it just kind of brings you back. And yes, I didn't have a film junkie live last Wednesday. But I still talked about some, you know, some stuff, including this. Uh, I had fun doing some Photoshop right here. <laughs> I mean, tried tried my best with some Photoshop skills by putting uh, Josh Brolin's face on um, on a figurine of the Dark Knight uh, Returns, a Dark Knight Returns figurine. Because yes, guys, we've I've said it before, and and it came out again when Josh Brolin was um, was talking was talking on the uh, the Happy Sad podcast where he mentioned that he was almost Zack Snyder's Batman before Ben Affleck got got cast. And, you know, I mean, I will say this. If, if, if Zack ever does do that Dark Knight Returns full-on adaptation like he said he wanted to do on the Vodka stream, eventually, hey, Brolin's right there. I mean, yeah, he's not as big as, I would say, the Batman that they would want to have because, you know, 
Dark Knight Returns Batman is just a huge, just massive dude. Josh Bolin, not so much, but I think they could still pull it off, right? I think it'd be a great old grizzled Batman. Just wait like about a decade or so, and maybe they'll let uh, Zack actually do a full-on adaptation of Dark Knight Returns. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Okay, so of course uh, we'll be talking about that more. Hey, look at this. Apparently Susan Sarandon is going to be the villain in Blue Beetle. So there you go. Not sure exactly who she's playing, but she's the villain in Blue Beetle. Cool. She's always been, uh, you know, I mean, she's she's a good actress and everything. Why not? It, Susan Sarandon has looked the same for like 30 or 40 years. Is it me or has she just like stayed like the same, you know? I don't know. Anyways. And yes, guys, careful. Careful for anybody. I saw them um, when it comes to... Uh, the leaks that happened, there was a certain leak that happened with a certain individual who plays Batman. Um, that happened last week, and I, and I remember seeing it and going, oh, shit, because those weren't supposed to come out. They leaked out. I'm not sure exactly who did, but, you know, that's just the way it is. But, yes, um, there were some Keaton uh, bat, bat suits images that were floating around. And, uh, you know, that always tends to happen. Usually it's always like the promo pics or or some kind of like costume test kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, definitely weren't supposed to come out. You know, it was like one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, those just came out. That's not good. That's not good at all. So, but it's just the way, this is where we're living in nowadays. But, you know, when it comes to me, I'm like, I, I you know, I, I, th- I think I've expressed, uh, I think when, uh, you know, I expressed that I've, maybe seen those before and uh you know it's very much a third version of the michael keaton bat suit which i was like yeah looks very much like what he would uh what we, i was hoping for a little bit of more kingdom come you know kind of in that suit but i don't know I, again the context but i do i mean we already kind of technically saw the suit when we saw the behind the scenes photo with the stunt suit but now we just actually saw them on keaton so pretty interesting so i like it I do like it because it's fucking Batman and just give me some Batman. That's all. You know, like this fucking Batmobile right here. Concept art from the book. Got to love that. All right. And, yeah, there's that little featurette right there for Jurassic uh, World showing the legacy of Jurassic Park. Pretty good stuff. If you haven't watched it yet, do yourself a favor. Uh, And, yes, uh, (laughs) so apparently um, Barry Keegan Keoghan, whatever how you say his last name, was arrested in Dublin last week for a public order in, uh, incident over the weekend. So, yeah, he was arrested. And, you know, a lot of people, it was kind of interesting seeing the response to this because he was arrested. I mean, he's Irish. So, of course, he drinks, Who uh, you know, when it comes to all this. And he was arrested over the weekend, but was also released real quickly. I mean, it was probably just something... That wasn't even like anything too crazy. Maybe a little scuff that happened at a bar or something like that. But I, it was interesting seeing like the you know fans go like, okay, why is nobody blowing this up like Ezra Miller? Yeah, and it was kind of interesting. Like, oh yeah, I mean, yeah, there they, nobody's really blowing this up as much. But at the same time, it didn't. There wasn't like an actual. You know, there wasn't people that actually were like filing stuff against him. It was just arrested, intoxicated, and public behavior and stuff like that. Yeah, it wasn't as. I guess it wasn't as 
serious as the Ezra Miller stuff because that actually got people, you know, I mean, obviously you heard about that couple that filed that report, the lawsuit, then they dropped it. And that was all ridiculous, you know, and everything. So, so I think, um, yeah, when it came to this, it was a little bit different, but at the same time, it was like, when people were even like not even talking about it, it was like, come on, at least talk about it. But it's just kind of funny because yes, Marvel actor that, that he is a Marvel actor, but he's also the new Joker. <laughs> And it's like Warner Brothers Discovery keeps just going, fuck, man, these actors, what is happening here? So it was just kind of like uh, funny. It was like interesting. So anyways, Batman uh, number 125 variant by uh, Chip uh, Zdarsky right there. That looks pretty cool. I thought that was neat. Very neat. Liked it. So and then, you know, God bless again. God bless. Uh, God bless David F. Sandberg right here. Who's, uh, you know, did this. The hell are you supposed to be? Perfect. 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 I love it. So, gotta love David F. Sandberg. He's, he's the man. And then, speaking of uh, uh, Barry Keegan's uh, Joker right here. So, when it comes to uh, poor toys right here, they are, we already saw like uh, one image of the face, and now we're getting it now where it's almost complete. And now we almost we got the hair on there too. That freaking nappy weird hair. God damn, it's gonna be interesting to get the more of a story about this Joker right here because my god, grotesque. Interesting. It's gonna be very interesting to get more information about this Joker. But yeah, there's the hair, the hair with various bald spots and everything. Just freaking creepy as all shit, man. Tell ya. And yes, guys, I did see Ambulance on uh, last Thursday. I didn't do a first reaction because I was like, eh, I'm not going to do a first reaction. It's already been out for a week or whatever. So, But uh, all I got to say, and like I put in the tweet, Michael Bay drone cam. That guy had some fucking fun with the drone cam. He definitely did. Man, have a good night, legend. He definitely, uh, like, there's a lot of shots where he used that drone cam. Maybe over, I think he overused it a little bit, but, you know. Overall, it was uh, it was decent. You know, it wasn't like top tier, Michael Bay, I would say, but it was still enjoyable. But the sad part about the screening I went to was the audio was fucked up on my screening where the background noise was very much louder than the front, you know, the forefront noise. So there, it would drown out, like, the dialogue and stuff like that. And we, we actually tried to tell the, uh, the movie theater, but they were like, it sounds fine. Sounds fine. But yeah, it did not sound fine. So fucking assholes, but yeah, you know, it's a, it's, it's, it's a, I always enjoy a good Michael Bay movie, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. And then look at this. Apparently Andrew Garfield and <laughs> Toby McGuire were, they were spotted at an everything everywhere all at once screening together. How adorable is that? Bromance. Bro-mance. That's crazy. And I love how this person's on their phone, too. It's like, how do you not? I just love that. I just love the fact that they're both, they both decided to catch a flick together. And, yes, they watched everything, everywhere, all at once. And please, guys, support that movie. Support that film, please. It is, it is great. It's one of the best films of the year. So original. And then, hey, finally somebody had to fucking say it because I said it. Fast and Furious producer thinks it might be time for the series to go back where it started by going smaller. Yeah, you think? You think? 
I think I even said it. I don't know if I said it on vodka stream or I said it on a video or I think I might have said it on my review of Fate of the Furious because seriously, after watching Fate of the Furious and just going, this fucking franchise is so goddamn ridiculous right now. They literally were running. They were getting chased by a submarine. What the hell? And I thought, all right, can we just have a, can we go back to the way it was with the first Fast and Furious, where it was a small story, it was in the neighborhood, it was about street racing, and let's just have Dom and Letty, let's have a story about them, that's all we need, we don't need this shit. But nope, they decided to go like, no, no, F8, F9, we're going to go to fucking space. And God knows what's going to happen in, in the 10th one. But yes, producer of Fast and Furious, you should go back smaller, but you know, boy, what could he do? And, of course, with the vodka stream, we don't need to read the responses to that. We got a Jackie Robinson pop right there, which I very much would like to have. That's pretty damn cool. All right, and then we got that. And I appreciate, you know, the positive responses that I got from the, uh, the vodka stream on Friday. If Lane, if you're out there, thank you. Family. Uh, this is pretty funny right here. Christina Royale with cheese. <laughs> That's a good little edit right there. Casino Royale with cheese. Oh, yeah. And then uh, talking about ambulance again. Um, yeah, I noticed there's like a there's a character named Zach who has a phone that has the uh, a sticker. Yeah, it's not exactly. I don't think it was exactly like the like this Watchmen sticker, but it was a smiley face with blood on it. So it was very interesting. And I kind of took it as, oh, yeah, maybe that was, you know, it's a little Easter egg for Watchmen. But, you know, obviously, Yaya was was in the uh, the series. So I thought, yeah, that's pretty cool. But yeah, but uh, I forgot that Bay and Snyder went to the to the art school in Pasadena. Yeah. And this, I thought this was hilarious for a happy Easter. Happy Easter right there. And then apparently when, uh, if you got, if you got iTunes, um, there's going to be a uh, commentary track from Matt Reeves himself. So that's going to be great. Uh, discover gripping deleted scenes with director Matt Reeves commentary and the making of documentary vengeance in the making in which Reeves and the cast and crew bring Batman's detective roots to life. Plus enjoy an Apple exclusive feature length director's commentary as Matt as Reeves discover discusses the creation of the film, his inspirations and a new path forward for the dark Knight and more. Can't wait for that. Cannot wait for that. Hey, yeah, and here's Carrie Ann Moss and uh, Keanu Reeves smoking cigarettes, on, you know, taking a break from uh, The Matrix. All I could say is, uh, Carrie Ann Moss, look at those arms, man. That's right. Carrie Ann Moss, arms. Joker stuff. Yep, all that. This is horrible. Um, I, if you guys saw this clip right here on my Twitter, it's Steven Seagal when he hosted Saturday Night Live. It was horrible, and I think every cast member would say that he was like the worst guest. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's really just so bad. Ah, we don't need to watch it. Trust me, we don't need to watch it. But here's a cool poster of Batman Returns right here. I like that from Neil Frazier. That's cool. And yes, guys, I watched Severance over the weekend. So that's uh, my weekend consisted, my Saturday really consisted of watching Severance. And it's one of those shows where you go, fuck, I got to watch another episode. Uh, nine, I think there's nine episodes of Severance. And then, of course, when Severance ends, you just go, ah, no, no, oh, fuck, why, why, god damn it. 
And I knew it was going to happen, too. I knew it was going to happen because I saw people's responses to the season finale of Severance. And I was like, oh, fuck. It's either going to end like this or like this. And sure enough, it ended like that. And I went, fuck. So if you haven't watched Severance yet, oof, so good. It's just so freaking good. It's so freaking good. Yeah. Trust me. Trust me. Such a very interesting idea, man. I love that. And you got Jared Leto. This is pretty funny right here. You posted this. My brother put a picture of Jared Leto on the wall, and now my grandma is worshiping him. <laughs> I, I mean, I kind of wonder if that's one of the reasons why Jared Leto always goes with the long hair and beard. Uh, I mean, he's he's always usually rocking that look unless he's, like, filming something. So, I mean, uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. And over the weekend... Um, Going back to everything, everywhere, all at once, which, again, you guys should support original movies, original stuff. Come on. It earned uh, $6.18 million at the domestic box office. The film has earned $17.69, and I wanted to earn more, guys. Go support it, please, please. Yep, that was my reaction right there to the end of uh, Severance Season 1. God damn it. God damn it. Hey, did you guys know that this brick right here that, that Charlie Cox holds on to it was like it, a hot dog or something like it was yeah. a snow globe it was snow a snow globe, globe. yeah huh. so that so they they digitally removed or they digitally over you know did cgi and made that a brick it was supposed to be a snow globe that somebody so was those CG tossing fingers? on his hand it, you can see it's more of a sphere shape yeah i guess he does kind of like grab like the sides of the brick with his two fingers interesting i remember you know it was kind of funny too because like the you know like people were saying is like a lot of people thought that Charlie Cox's um his his glasses his sunglasses were CGI but no the brick was actually CGI pretty crazy pretty crazy yeah they just changed it up right there so that's that's why you watch that's why you watch the corridor boys man those guys when they break down that shit they yeah they do a good job of doing that stuff now yeah. it's pretty awesome yeah, everybody thought that the CGI, they CGI'd his glasses. But no, they CGI'd the brick. Crazy. And then we got Mr. Uh, Fernando right here breaking down, um, you know, the pandemic box office, I guess you could say. Um, you know, when it comes to, like, the big movies, pandemic era box office global. Of course, Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, and then uh, we got this movie right here, which was, I don't even know what the heck it is. But, uh, yeah, apparently it was, uh, it's, there's some movies I don't even know what the hell they actually are. But, yeah, you can see the global numbers right there, which are interesting. But I thought, you know, obviously when it comes to um, the box office of movies that we actually do know what they are. Um, you know, Spider-Man No Way Home, No Time to Die. I forgot how much of a hit that No Time to Die was. And, you know, it's second right now, currently, when it comes to the era of the pandemic box office. And, of course, you got Batman third, the Batman third, and then F9. The Batman beat F9. I'm proud of that. Thank God. Jesus Christ. But, uh, you know, so interesting. Sing 2 was actually, wow, Sing 2's up there. Yeah, of course, Godzilla vs. Kong, Venom, all that stuff. So pandemic box office, weird. I, I'm tired of talking about the pandemic box office. And then this is kind of cool. Somebody put the Battenson's head on a uh, different um, a different Batman body, and I thought it was interesting. 
I thought it kind of flowed together a little bit, you know, with the, the cow being like that. And then this. Uh, I forgot. Somebody actually responded to uh, to this and said uh, which bat suit this actually was. So I just thought it was an interesting concept because, you know, putting that head on there. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how the bat suit, the Batson suit evolves. But I thought that was an interesting little concept right there, Sal. That's right. Go Giants. Giants are killing it. Sadly, the Dodgers are killing it too. What can you do? I guess, you know. Um, so then uh, we got Paul Paulo right here, Kaolo. You know, he said, don't waste your time with explanations. People only hear what they want to hear. Huh. Yeah. Uh, makes sense. People do only hear what they want to hear. It's true. And then we got this issue right here of Starlog right here that has Batman and Robin on it doing a fist bump. Weird. See, nobody complained about Robin's collar right there, right? And then uh, Superman right here drawn very much, I don't know, like Disney-esque. I don't know. I just thought it was cool. You know, the big blue eyes and the, and the, the black and silver suit. I thought it was a cool little drawing. Yeah. Uh, I remember uh, somebody saying i think it was like in a message or something they said like why why couldn't you know super pets kind of just utilize a version like this you know because well super pets they the way they drew the heroes are very interesting it's gonna be um interesting to i mean i'm looking forward to the movie but i, I don't really know if i like how they drew the the some of the characters but i just thought this was a cool little cartoon looking uh henry cavill right here so i like it Oop. And then this is interesting. We got another, I mean, I don't know exactly what this is. They're testing a shot or something, but Jared Leto's Joker looking creepy as fuck. I mean, even though like, even though Jared Leto's Joker didn't have like some crazy scars or weird prosthetics that happen on his face, he still, I mean, it's, it's Jared fucking Leto. So he still, he could still bring that creepy factor. And then this was actually uh, posted, of course, by RT Aircut. Um, that I guess they got from uh, the man himself, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, just them just, and then look, he just looks creepy as all shit right there. You know, doesn't even look like lead almost Jesus Christ. I mean, obviously they gave him the teeth and everything to make his mouth look a little bigger, but man, very, very creepy right there. So yeah, and again, and, and and also David Ayer also posted, you know, because he does it. He always does it on his, um, he always does it on his Instagram stories where he'll just post something random in there. And apparently, you know, he posted about you know a new campaign that's going to be happening. I think it's this month. I can't remember exact date, but he, of course he posted that. So obviously, when that happens, whenever the you know when the director goes, hey campaign time when he when he posts something either in instagram stories or on vero or something like that you fucking do it hashtag the shit out of release the air cut because that that's what's gonna happen first guys that's what's gonna happen first you know if we're gonna have any kind of restoration of the snyderverse the air cut that's number one it's the first thing that's gonna be coming out but so yeah there's some uh Another shot, an alternate shot of uh, Jared Leto's Joker right there, which I think is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, something's definitely brewing, you know, definitely brewing. He's uh, he's um, making that suicide, that air cut brew that I'll gladly take a drink of, whether it's coffee or beer. I don't care. I drink both. 
Hey, beware of the gray ghost. Love that. And I love Mr. Barmiha. Barmiha, look at that. Batgirl and Batman fighting a bunch of goons. God damn it, I love his art. I love it. So good. And the Burnside suit. Very much the Burnside suit, too, by the way. This is very much the suit that people were complaining about. That is going to be the first suit in the Batgirl movie. I mean, yes, she has like these gnarly little like knee pad thingies that are happening and some better gauntlets, but still very much the Burnside suit. But it's just so fucking beautiful. That is absolutely gorgeous. I love that man's illustrations. Just love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. And we got Matt Reeves confirming. He's already confirming stuff, but apparently, yes. Uh, at the 31, uh, 31, 55 second mark of the Batman, you can actually see Edward right there across from the Iceberg Lounge. So somebody spotted that and Matt Reeves said, yep, indeed, I can confirm 100 percent. So there you go. Basically, Leslie Grace and Batfleck, which uh, will never happen. So another wrong thing from <laughs> Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that, too. We'll talk a little bit about that. Here's a cool little shot, a little behind-the-scenes shot of, of Pattinson. I'm Robert Pattinson, asshole. Remember, he didn't work out. So all that's fake. That's a fake bodysuit. It's not real pecs, not real abs, not real, you know, shoulders. Just not, you know, he didn't really work out. He didn't. So let's just face it. He didn't. He uh, people still say he's like, you know, too small for being, a, you know, even though it's a two year Batman, you know, but they were going for the more leaner type. But I just love that shot. I love that shot right there. Not to mention there are more. There is some stuff that was cut out when we saw that behind the scenes featurette of the Batman of of Bruce, like kind of just like kind of trashing the place a little bit. So our boy's a man now. Right. Yeah. What's going on, Rhea? Good to see you. Good to see you. And this was funny right here. Apparently, this is the equalizer, if I'm saying this. I think this is the equalizer. I just laughed my ass off because this is this is this is so horrible. So you got this yeah. So you shoot shoot <laughs> What the fuck is this? I think it's the equalizer, right? Am I or is this some other movie? But I know she's I know Queen Latifah is part of the equalizer, so I figured it's that. So it's like, hey, shoot my <laughs> boom. <laughs> What the fuck? Oh, that's so bad. That is so bad. So bad. I'm guessing it is. That, yeah, so, so horrible. So horrible. Anyways, then we got Robert Pattinson and uh, Matt Reeves. I love the mug right there. It's pretty good. It, it is the equalizer, right? Okay. I mean, I, I could already tell that that show was awful when I saw the beginning of it. Uh, one time and I went, oh, wow, this show is pretty bad. It's like, uh, can I get another Equalizer sequel with uh, Denzel Washington? I'm not trying to be, uh, you know, I'm all about, I'm all about, you know, you know, uh, I'm all about the women kicking ass. But uh, at the same time, that's that's whatever, whoever's writing that garbage on CBS needs to stop. OK. And, you know, I just just give me another Equalizer sequel with Denzel because fucking a those movies are fantastic. So. And then, yes, my trailer reaction to Thor uh, Love and Thunder. You can see my face right there. Uh, hopefully you guys watch that. We're going to break it down a little bit. Um, so, And then, hey, listen to this. This is, this is relevant now. This is why I like the out-of-context Zack Snyder uh, account because this is very much even still relevant right now. This is an old, I mean, this is when uh, Promoting Man of Steel, and this is what Zack said right here. 
Like we were just talking about this. I'm like, really? Thor? Thor has a movie. Like, really? I mean, come on. And there's no Superman movie. Like, this is like the world's out of balance. It's like, it, <laughs> it's like we've lost our minds here. People. We have. Like, we were just talking about this. I'm like, really? Thor? 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 What? Like, really? I mean, come on. And there's no Superman movie. Like, this is like the world's out of balance. It's like It really is. And now it's even more unbalanced because there's four. There's going to be four, four movies and only one, only one solo Superman movie. What the fuck? Again, what's going on? Doesn't make sense. Yes, it's terrible. I hate it. Of course, we'll talk about that. And then uh, Stephen Ewan. He's recording um, Invincible season two right now, so this is pretty cool. Or leave that, or leave this, or leave the whole, leave this whole thing in there. Do the whole, do do this whole part, and then cut me up now. How old is this now. guy? Is he like older and he just looks young as shit? Nah. Can't wait to make more. Can't wait for season two. So, there you go, guys. But I'm not as excited as this. Jason Momoa is in talks to star in Minecraft in a Minecraft movie. <laughs> is this another? Uh, yeah. Is this Warner Brothers again going? Hey, stop talking about certain things. Let's just put Jason Momoa. Is this? I mean, remember the whole? Uh, you know, Jack Frost. No, no, Frosty the Snowman. Whatever the fuck it was. That was interesting. But I don't think Jason Momoa has come out and said anything against this. But yes, according to you know. People reporting this. Yes, Jason Momoa is in talks to do the Mind Minecraft movie. Yeah. I know I don't play Minecraft. I don't know what the fuck. Uh I mean I get it, it's very popular, but I don't know exactly what they're gonna do with that. But apparently, according to um the Ankler, Minecraft movie, Jason Momoa. I mean, it almost it really almost sounds like it's just another thing that they're putting out there to kind of distract something. But then again, like I said, Momoa didn't like deny this. But then again, is it is it even like uh, legit? I don't know. I just thought it was funny and I retweeted it so I could talk about it on here. So take it with a grain of salt. I don't even know how to uh, what even to think about that. Oh, yeah. And then we got some behind the scenes of that. Apparently, uh, Lionsgate uh, wants to uh, return to the Leprechaun. The Leprechaun franchise, if you guys have watched that. And the Leprechaun. And then according to Ankler again, I guess these are like, these guys are just like the, they're reporting them, you know, they're a, they're a, they're a Hollywood newsletter. But apparently also Lionsgate also wants to uh, reboot the Blair Witch Project franchise. Fine, whatever. You're never going to catch that lightning in a bottle again. You're just not. You're just not. Just not so, but this finally, this is what I've been asking for, and especially since you know, I even said it on my Sonic the Hedgehog 2 first reaction. I'm like, hey, if Sega is gonna create this universe, let's get some Streets of Rage. Can we get some Streets of Rage? Can we get a Streets of Rage? Apparently, according to Deadline, Streets of Rage film is in the works. Script by Derek Kolstad, who did John Wick and Nobody, which those are two notable scripts right there. So, yeah. Produced by uh, DJ2 Entertainment, Sonic the Hedgehog, and, of course, Escape Art. Yeah, Equalizer. So I'm excited for this. Come on. I played this game like crazy. I played the first three like crazy on good old Sega Genesis right there, man. So I'm all about a Streets of Rage fucking movie here's a cool shot of battinson 
behind the scenes camera right there shooting the batmobile scenes this is hilarious sometimes i mean i mean at this point i mean whoever was putting this decal like on this bus they knew exactly what they were doing you know exactly what they were doing it's hilarious come on and <laughs> is that casual batman possibly yeah so uh when they were doing like a little test remember we heard about the whole test uh footage between um between um uh robert pattinson and zoe kravitz but yes basically just wearing a black shirt a cape and uh wearing the cowl i mean at first apparently it was the Clooney cowl but yeah this look <laughs> like <laughs> this is because this looks like a, an old like halloween picture like all right mom i'm gonna go i'm gonna go now you know when she made your batman costume but you did it, but it's not legit and all you had was the cape and the cowl <laughs> i just think it's pretty funny oh man so yeah, love the process. You gotta, you gotta love the process of making this shit. Uh, Liam Neeson. If anybody was looking forward to possibly having Liam Neeson coming back as Qui Gon Jinn um, in in maybe the uh, the Kenobi series, apparently, well, I mean, who knows? Take it with a grain of salt. But apparently, he said, "I'm a I'm a bit of a snob when it comes to TV. I just like the big screen." So he's essentially alluding to the fact that he doesn't want to show up backup i mean it would be force ghost and maybe you know flashbacks apparently since it's a tv show it's not going to happen but if it's on film he definitely will do it and i'm like come on liam man i mean i know you're old school you're the you know you've been doing this for a while you're up there in age but you know this sounds very much get off my lawn i have a specific set of skills it's like yeah but just fucking just do it for the fans you know, if they want you to come back as a forest ghost or some flashback shit, I don't know. Just do it. But apparently, you know, he says he's a bit of a snob and he doesn't really want to do the whole TV thing. So I'm like, come on. But at the same time, is he bullshitting? Possibly too. Maybe he's just throwing people off and he already something's been shot. Because I, I think we all kind of hoped there would be like at least like a force ghost or something with Liam Neeson. Anything we'd like. I think he'd look good all blue, you know, and hologrammy. Let's, you know, just do it. You know what I want to see? I want to see like a lightsaber battle as two force ghosts going at it. Lightsaber battle. Is that possible? Is that possible in the Star Wars universe? Okay. I don't know if that is. Can, and somebody can answer me though who knows like more about the fucking... Uh, knows more about the mythology of all that shit can two force ghosts go at it you know i'm just wondering anyways congratulations to ray porter he uh he uh got some awards right here some uh some audible awards some audio audi audio awards right here for uh for doing some voiceover work obviously right here so audio audiobook of the year and then of course science fiction award as well so there you go congratulations project hail mary right there so congratulations to ray porter um can't wait to talk to him again hopefully we'll get him back on the vox stream soon always love and love talking to that man just got a heart of gold and a voice that will fucking that just music to your ears and then if when he gets down into that dark side voice i tell you what that shit just you feel it you feel it and then this is funny <laughs> we got zeus we got Zack snyder zeus who's fucking jacked and then we got the mcu zeus who is uh you know <laughs> russell crowe who hasn't exactly kept in shape <laughs> 
Ah, <laughs> uh, that's pretty. I, I just thought that was funny because there are people that are getting very pissed off about it. You know, if you want to piss off some MCU fanboys, just point this out right here. Just point them to this to this uh, tweet right here, and they'll get pissed. I've seen you know some of the responses. I mean, I don't really care. You know, it doesn't matter to me. I just I just thought it was funny how I was like, oh, there's the MCU Zeus, but then you had the DCU Zeus right there. Just yeah. <sighs> Anyways, I just thought that was hilarious. And then, holy shit, what is that? Can't show that too much. I mean, it's not that graphic, but I, I, I started cracking up when I saw this as well. It's basically uh, Batfleck going down on Lois. Not Catwoman, but Lois. That's right. And uh, spit take right there, because, you know, over the weekend, I don't know if you guys saw this, but a lot of people... A lot of people were talking about uh, uh, a lot of people were talking about some certain things. And I think that's pretty much it right there when it comes to the tweets. Oh, yeah, there's one other thing. But um, a lot of people were basically and I kind of wanted to talk about this was a lot of people were kind of um, um, when talking about, you know, people were talking about my Batman and all that stuff. But then people were, were, were talking about how. You know, when it came to the, the storyboards, the storyboards that Zack Snyder, Jim Lee and Jeff Johns gained the ball cap when they were coming up with like a different story. I mean, a lot of people were commenting about the fact that that, oh, yeah, Zack Snyder wanted to have Lois and Bruce to have like the kid together. And, you know, they were going to get jiggy with it, I guess you could say, when it came to, you know, of course, Superman going evil and stuff like that. And, um, you know, it's kind of funny because just to see the discourse on that whole thing, because I see people like going, oh, that was probably a Jeff Johns idea. And I'm like, I don't think it was the Jeff John's idea. I really don't. People were trying to say that wasn't Zach's idea. I'm like, ah, it sounds to me like that was, that could have been like a Zach idea. And I was not really a fan of it myself. I, I think I've said that before too, when it came to, um, Bruce and Lois, like shacking up. And then of course having the kid, um, my whole thing about it though, I was like, yeah, maybe I wouldn't, you know, don't really like the idea, but at the same time, Nobody would have expected something like that, and it would have pissed so many people off. And I think that's what I would have liked to see is just the fact that the reaction to it. And I'm sure it would have been great. And when I watched it, I went, okay, yeah, this works. But, you know, that was on the storyboards, which is not going to be used. Um, I think they probably, you know, they threw out that idea and probably, you know, guy with the ball cap didn't didn't like that idea either so but i was just kind of funny when i saw that drawing and then canon i went that's hilarious that mr tony right there he drew <laughs> batfleck going down on a on amy adams lois lane right there so hey it's canon I just thought it was funny. Zach was tossing the idea around and he kicked it away quickly. Whatever. He kicked it away quickly. I don't know. I don't know about quickly when they actually wrote it on these big, you know, these boards. I don't I wouldn't say that was quickly. But I think it was interesting. And again, that would have like just fanboys and girls would have went crazy. And that's what I respect about it. I love that part of it, you know. Just like with other things that that he added in there. But one last thing. According to THR, when it comes to CinemaCon this year, uh, here's a little uh, a snippet from their article. It says, expect teasers and footage for Avatar 2. Yes, it's really happening, finally. Jurassic World Dominion, Black Adam, The Flash, and much more. 
So CinemaCon, guys, is going to be where we're going to be getting a lot of trailers. Obviously, there's going to be some highlights and everything. And, uh, of course, we've got Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Thor, which, of course, we saw Thor. But at the same time, I'm just kind of looking at the fact that we might be getting some more teasers or an actual teaser trailer, some actually legit trailers for Black Adam and The Flash. CinemaCon, of course, it makes sense. And, uh, yeah, so there you go. I wanted to bring that up right there because that was in a THR article that was just kind of hidden in there talking about CinemaCon. Um, and it just makes sense because now with Warner Brothers Discovery, they got to hit all these cons and they got to bring their A game when it comes to all this stuff because, you know, obviously we're going to be talking about the, the supposed DC overhaul, which is the main topic of all this thing right now. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I asked the question, does DC Entertainment need a complete overhaul. I don't think it needs a complete overhaul, but, you know, that's just me right there. And uh, I actually, um, when it came to this, oh, yeah, let me uh, do this right here. So now we're talking about the main topic, the DC overhaul, obviously, with the uh, article that came out from Variety last week. But, um, yeah, so when it came to the, whatchamacallit, that I put out there, Ah, let's see. Okay. So, we got this right here. So, I put this out there, uh, 1.3 thousand votes right here. I said, do you think DC Entertainment needs to be completely overhauled? And 41% said, completely! And 55% just some of it. And then 4% said, "This nah, I like this direction. So, so that's where YouTube, you guys, some of you guys, of course, um, say like, uh, you know, are saying like just some of it, which I think a lot of us can agree, you know, when it came to this article right here, exploring overhaul. And I, you know, I just, cause there was also a variety, there's a variety, uh, poll that people were tossing around too. And I saw somebody send it to me and they said like, it needs a complete overhaul. And I'm just kind of going, it doesn't need a complete overhaul. Obviously this right here, what Matt Reeves is doing, we don't need to overhaul that. We don't need to get rid of that. You know, when it comes to all this. So does it need to be completely overhauled? No. Does some things need to be? Yes. You know, there's just things that aren't working. CW. And some of the, you know, the ways the ways that these uh, movies are kind of going to at some at some points. Yes, sure. There needs to be there needs to be more of a leadership when it comes to DC entertainment and DC films particularly. But does it need a complete overhaul? No, it does not, because obviously this is working right here. And, uh, I mean, I guess we'll see, but yes, I mean, obviously we've, we've already, I talked about it briefly in a video. And then of course we, uh, we talked about it on the vodka stream on Friday about, uh, all this stuff. I mean, one of the biggest things too, um, when it came to the, the, the vodka stream is the fact that when they talk about Superman, I mean, this right here, this, this, this paragraph right here is, uh, was a thing that I was really looking at too, is insiders say that Zaslav believes that the success of the merger one uh, that left the company in a highly uh, leveraged uh, will rest in no small part on, on unlocking the full potential of the DC Comics universe of characters. Discovery insiders believe that although DC has achieved cinematic success with recent films such as Aquaman and The Batman, it lacks a coherent creative and brand strategy. Discovery believes that several top shelf characters such as Superman have been left to languish and need to be revitalized. They also believe the projects like Todd Phillips' Joker are a shining example of how second-build characters from the DC library can and should be exploited. Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn is another example. Yeah, even though Birds of Prey, not the biggest success, but, you know, 
it happens. But man, I mean, this guy, this guy right here. And like I get, like I said, we talked about it on the Vox stream. It's like you have, you have him right there. He's already right there. You already have Man of Steel. You already have the origin. You have a story. You have a journey that he took, even if it was only the three films and it wasn't like the full five. But you still have a journey that uh, that Superman has already gone through. You don't need to reboot you don't need to reboot the character. You just need to like call Henry Cavill up and be like, "Hey, we're different now. It's not the same people. Can you come back and we can negotiate some things?" And uh, yeah, you, you, you're kind of you look kind of perfect as Superman. I don't know if we could find anybody that's a little bit. I I don't think we can. You know, you know. And then I think he will gladly have that meeting and come back and then let's make another Superman movie. I mean, that's the thing. It's like. You already have it all there. You don't need to reboot. You don't need to reboot. We don't need to see Krypton explode again and the ship headed towards Earth and then crashing down. Not even not even Zack wanted to show that again. We only, only saw the ship about to crash and then all of a sudden it was like, boom, present day. And I thought that was a great way to fucking tell the story. You don't need to do that again. We just don't need to do that again. We don't need to see more of that. We just need to get Henry Cavill back as Superman. That's all you know. I think that's, I, I just don't see, like, he's right there. <laughs> and his value is so, is so much, so much more than it was. So I'm just like, again, I, I keep on saying it. How have they not backed up a dump truck of money and said, all right, we need you back. And again, what Zach said, you know, how there, there's a Thor movie and there was no Superman movie. And now here we are. Here we are, like a, almost a, pretty much a decade later, like, and there's four Thor movies, and there's still just that one, that one Superman movie. So they really need to just throw out whatever the fuck, <laughs> um, the whole race bending Superman, Clark Kent. No, we don't need that. That's we don't need that because what we do need is what Michael B. Jordan wants to do with Valzad. That's what we need. Sure, that's a different Superman. It's a whole different character. We need that, but we need to have something with him when it comes to. This Superman, I don't know what the plan is, and hopefully the plan is just like, hey, can you just, uh, you know, let's just continue this right here. Let's see what Cavill wants to do, because he's even expressed, like, story ideas that he would like to take the character. There's so many things. Um, and then, of course, you have Black Adam and The Rock. I mean, you have somebody, you have one of the biggest movie stars out there, um, but not many people know about the fucking character, and that's what's going to be interesting about Black Adam. But at the same time, it's like, well, there can be... There can be a time where you actually can have uh, a Black Adam and a Superman kind of face off a little bit. You can lead to something like that. And how big, how fucking big would that movie be? I mean, there's just a lot of potential there, but they don't listen to us, right? They don't listen to us. There's just a lot of potential there. A lot of potential there when it comes to uh, bringing Cavill back and uh, continuing like a Superman, you know, doing like a Man of Tomorrow type thing or whatever. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, it's... (sighs) He's just right there. Look at him. He's pretty. Look at that. He's so pretty. He's got the black hair and everything. He's got the... He embodies Superman. So hopefully they figure it out. And hopefully they realize that not going back to Cavill is a dumb idea. And that wouldn't even be a complete overhaul either. That would just be like, hey, he's the current cinematic Superman. So let's let's just get him back. Let's get him back in that suit, and the suit's, you know, great. You know, everything. I don't know. So we'll see what happens. Exactly, Mom. Exactly. Exactly. And another thing, too, like what Kat said. Yeah, there's a lot of Batman movies, which 
I'm a, I'm a little biased. I, you know, bring me as many Batman movies as you can. Please, please, come on. Oh, I'm just all about it. Okay, there's a new GIF. But I also want another Superman movie. I mean, come on. And now I have them on my desk for a reason. Symbol of hope. That's right. So more Superman movies, please. And he could only, you know, and I'm kind of curious too, are they going to just have like, you know, you don't, do you have to have it connect with everything? I mean, it doesn't have to connect with everything. I mean, I do would like to see a Black Adam versus Superman kind of eventually and maybe an interaction, an actual interaction with Shazam. Nothing, you know, no, nothing like, you know, head cut off. Let's not do that. So anyways, okay. DC overhaul. There's that. Okay, not that. Well, man, actually, that, that actually does work. I forgot that I had that right there. That's funny. But I actually had this, the actual logo of Rebel Moon. Now, this is nothing too big. I just wanted to have as one of the topics of the stream is the fact that Rebel Moon is uh, going into production today. Now, the fact that Zach has not posted an image of like a slate of anything I mean, we got that test shot last week. That was cool. But the fact that he didn't, maybe they didn't. Maybe they were just like kind of, all right, production's getting going, but they haven't really shot anything, uh, a frame of it yet. So I'm kind of curious. And, you know, in true Zack Snyder fashion, he does like to take a picture, a glorious picture of the slate. But if supposedly, yes, this when it's starting today. But there's actually somebody uh, whose Twitter who's like posting all kinds of cool shit. Mr. Abdul, uh... His, uh, it's here for Zach. He, uh, he's been posting stuff like crazy little art that he's been making with it, which is kind of interesting because he is one of the TPZ guys who, uh, talks to Zach. So it's kind of, you know, it's kind of interesting, but he's been making some really cool shots of, uh, of Rebel Moon right here. He's been posting them like every day, Zack Snyder film doing all that so that's pretty cool i love this shot the most but yeah he's been really posting that kind of stuff so i thought that was cool but uh i know i'm wondering if there's going to be like a cast photo or something i mean i i but but like i said i think zach will po probably post the slate with the logo on it you know and then of course everything so i, I that's what i'm waiting for is like getting that but he hasn't done that yet maybe tomorrow maybe wednesday th i don't know we'll see i know i know he's not gonna let anybody down when it comes to posting pictures from the set or whatever the hell so i'm sure we'll get those soon but uh yeah just wanted to let it be known because yes we can still you can still do the restore the snyderverse thing have at it hashtag that thing like crazy if you want i always say it's a good reminder the warner brothers that they fucked up but at the same time but also you know, let's be supporting Rebel Moon. I mean, the man is building universes from the ground up, planting seeds and doing all that kind of stuff, everything. It's a, it's just another win. The guy just keeps on getting win after win after win after win. So can't wait. Can't wait to start seeing some stuff from it, from Rebel Moon. I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying the uh, the workout pictures from Sophia Patel. <laughs> huh. Anyways. All right. The Batman. Well, obviously the Batman uh, showed up on HBO Max. And, uh, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff, too, which is great, which is what I like. I mean, the same thing happened with um, Zack Snyder's Justice League. 
And a lot of people were posting stuff, of course. I love the fact that now that the Batman is now on HBO Max, I mean, first off, I could watch the damn thing. And, uh, you know, I, I might put it on right after this. Who knows? Um, but it is there, and uh, there's a lot of extras. And a lot of people are posting actual clear gifts. There's a lot of gifts that were from bootlegs, which I fucking hate that shit. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of, like, now crystal clear 4k gifts out there that are doing it but yeah so there you go crazy that you could just watch the batman at any time and like there like i said there's a lot of uh extras the batman becoming catwoman little videos the batman led volume uh the batman vengeance meets justice a lot of behind the scenes stuff right here uh the batman genesis just kind of getting everything, the Batman guest quarter, yeah. And then, of course, the deleted scene, the Joker scene, the Batman, the cat, Bruce, or Batman. Just a lot of good stuff that's right on there. I'm going to watch all these at least tonight. I'm going to watch these and check those out. But, yeah, it's awesome. I'm so glad that we can actually watch this now and get all the behind-the-scenes goodies, the goodies. And then I can't wait to get that... Uh, that Matt Reeves uh, commentary. But yes, guys, somebody actually asked me too. will I do a live watch one of these days? And I'm thinking that, yes, there's going to be a future vodka stream where we do a live watch. We did Zack Snyder's Justice League, obviously, uh, on the uh, anniversary. So I'm thinking that uh, a, uh, a live watch of The Batman is due soon. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But uh, sometime soon, I don't know if it'll be next week or the week after or whatever. I think there, I think in two weeks I'm actually not going to have a vodka stream because I have something to do. But maybe on Saturday we'll have something. I don't know. But I'll let you guys know. There will be a uh, live watch of the Batman soon, soon, as people like to say, right? Okay. And now, Thor, Love and Thunder. Yep. Um, I mean, it's a teaser, so this will be quick. But I thought, why not? Since you saw my reaction, I was kind of, eh. But, of course, I've watched it a couple more times, seen people point out some stuff. So let's just kind of dive into it a little bit without music, by the way. I know. I'm sorry. I apologize. Anybody who saw like the audio, yeah, it was kind of yeah. The fucking song "Sweet Child of Mine" was all like like it just seemed like it was really loud when it got recorded. I don't know, but I'm not gonna have the audio on with this because it's I already you know I'm waiting for the copyright thing to go away. You know, fucking that's that's what sucks when these trailers use like existing songs it's like you don't get a cop i didn't get a copyright from marvel studios or disney i got a copyright from whoever handles fucking sweet child of mine I'm like god damn it I'm like why anyways so we're gonna do it I'm just gonna break it down a little bit muted mall at least with the song oop not that here we go so let's kind of break this down a little bit first off is this chris hemsworth's son I'm going to assume that it is, that this is Chris Hemsworth's son right there. Is that him? I don't know if this, I don't know who this kid is, but I'm thinking that he has a son that is like, the, I don't know. I'm just kind of assuming that this is Chris Hemsworth's son. It's a cool little shot of him, you know, running through. I mean, I kind of like that. I dig it. Yeah. Thor. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Battle. Battle. Then he plants, I love how he like, it's almost like he plants, he plants, uh, I, f I always forget how he pronounced the, uh, his axe, not the hammer. I always forget how he pronounces it. I don't know. But uh, obviously we know that's part of Groot. It is kind of funny, so. 
Nope, turn that down. There's some cool shots. I mean, not bad. I mean, apparently they're using the volume on this too, right? They're using the volume. And, uh, yeah, I mean, starts off kind of like, yeah, cool. But then you got this shit. <laughs> I mean, it's so it's ridiculous, but, you know, and then look at his hat. His hat says, like, uh, the Strange Avengers or something like that. I don't know. He's wearing, like, an Avengers hat. Stormbreaker. There you go. But then don't they, doesn't he call it somewhere else? Yeah, I know. But doesn't he call it, like, isn't it called something else, too? Like, there's a specific name for it? Jacob. But, yeah, of course, we got this where he's working out. He's going to get all thin and buff again. Uh, I, I, you know, obviously his shirt, his shirt kind of, somebody pointed out that, uh, it kind of reminds people of the, um, um, uh, the, the Kurt Russell shirt and, uh, trouble in uh, little China, um, kind of represents that. So it's getting that eighties vibe. Sure. But I mean, it just kind of gets ridiculous. I mean, it's just kind of weird how it's structured. Like, it's like, Oh, here's Thor right here. Who's like, ha ha, here I am. And then, of course, Quill doesn't like it. And then he does that. And then we go back to this where he doesn't have the shirt. And it looks like he's just like, fuck this. I don't want to do this anymore. Cool. And then we got a shot of him back as being happy again and wearing the different costume. And there's, of course, Korg, which, yeah, that's Taka. Good old Taka. Yeah, that's fine. This is a cool shot. I do like this. I'm not sure what planet or city this is but you know it's not a bad shot you know it's like a city in the clouds got some waterfalls and everything and i don't know it's interesting but this right here what the fuck is this this has got to be some stupid this is going to be some stupid like you know some thor's telling a story or something like that i don't know it just i saw this and went okay that looks dumb he's on a pirate ship some girl with blue hair swings in and they kiss so not every god not every god. And um, so, of course, the uh, he's doing this and kind of rebuilding Asgard, I guess you could say. And then we got our first shot of Russell Crowe, his hand, grabbing a lightning bolt. So, yep, there's Russell Crowe as uh, Chubby Zeus. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I already know that it's probably going to be ridiculous and there's probably going to be some um, cringy kind of jokes when it comes to this. I don't know. I just don't know. He has a plan, apparently. But uh, some people were saying that there's a shot of this that's actually in the comic books, too. They were comparing it. I thought, all right, that's cool. Taking some liberties. And then, of course, we got new Asgard right here. We got Valkyrie, who's sitting at the, you know, of course, up. Oh, she's bored. She's wearing, you know, a suit and just like, I don't want to do this. This sucks. Blah, blah, blah. That's a pretty cool shot right there. Not too shabby. Obviously going to uh, where Zeus is. Uh, Peter definitely has longer and messier hair. Uh, and then of course we've got the, uh, the whole crew right here. Of course, that's missing Gamora. A lot of people are saying, where's Gamora? Where's Gamora? But of course we all, if you saw Endgame, we all know what happened with Gamora right there. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's the whole Guardians of the Galaxy crew right here. Rocket, and of course, uh, Drax and what's her name? Groot. This is, you know, kind of funny, I guess. When it's just like, yeah, still very loud. Yep, yep. Just where, where does he get the jacket? I'm wondering. Anybody else bored? <laughs> just like, it's not cinema. But, 
Okay, so we got through that, sure. But at the same time, the best shot of the movie right here, of course. Bam! Jane Foster, Miss Natalie Portman herself. Showing those guns. Now, this would be a, a, a crowd cheering moment, obviously. But, of course, they have to show it in the trailer. You can't. You can't not, I guess you can say. But, I mean, this was the best part of the fucking trailer right here. And they're obviously on Earth because there's a car behind there. But, uh, yeah, best shot of the whole thing. But, yeah, she's like, she ain't. she didn't fuck around when it came to... Uh, and it came to those workouts right there. My God. She was eating like whole chickens and fucking stuff. But yeah, she looks great. She does look great. I will say that as Miss uh, Lady Thor or whatever. But uh, but yeah, it's just always funny because you start looking at the background and it's just like, what is going on in the background? But yeah, crowd cheering moment. Crowd cheering moment that got ruined by the first teaser trailer. <laughs> it's like, oh, that sucks. Did they have to do that? They didn't have to do that. That's what that was. As much as I love this shot and it's the my favorite thing about this teaser, I I wish I could have saw it in the movie theater. I mean, there's still gonna be a crowd cheering moment, but it you know they could have just saved it. They could have saved it. So, anyways, that's what she looks like right there, and uh, I think she's gonna be the best part of the whole fucking movie. To be honest, I think that's what's gonna happen. So. There you go, guys. There's a little breakdown of the Thor teaser trailer. It's whatever. Uh, good trailer with the 80s font. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I, I, I kind of do. I'm like, the 80s font is not bad. I mean, obviously the poster, which, uh, of course, um, I'll pull that up right here. Um, the poster very much has He-Man vibes. That's for damn sure. Uh, Thor, Love, and Thunder. I just don't like the title. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, the, the poster is pretty cool, I will say. There we go. The poster isn't bad. It's not bad. They're really leaning into the whole, like, almost like He-Man-esque thing and getting that 80s vibe, even though they use a song that, what, came out in the 90s? Did Sweet Child of Mine come out in the 90s? Or was it the 89? I don't know. I can't remember. But, you know, it's not a bad poster. Not a bad poster. I'll give it that. I, 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 my prediction is I'll probably like this movie more than Ragnarok. Okay. I'm thinking I'm actually going to like this more than Ragnarok. I don't think it's going as crazy with all that stuff. And it's kind of almost bringing Thor back to Thor a little bit, not a lot. And then of course, just Jane Foster and her big, huge buff arms. Natalie Portman that she was not, you know, that's what was missing in Thor Ragnarok. So there you go. Okay. That's enough with Thor. Thor, let's get to the uh, let's get to the questions here, the Twitter questions. All right, let's see what you guys have to say over on Twitter. Ooh, Ben Affleck is trending. Not not trending a lot, so probably isn't something to be worried about. Anyways, okay. Um, let's see, Mr. Darren, laugh now, cry later. I don't see why Warner Brothers didn't keep Black Adam at its regular release date and move Shazam to September 2022. That seemed that seems like a bad idea, releasing Shazam the same day as Avatar 2. Yes, it does seem like a bad idea. I have a feeling it might change again. I just don't see that. I don't see it actually happening, but you never know. Um, I think some reshoots are going to be happening with Black Adam. 
Um, I know they've had some test screenings, so I would not be surprised if there's going to be some reshoots announced soon or whatever, pickup shots, whatever, for Black Adam. So we'll see. Okay, we got Carrie. Hey, Dave, while I support one-offs and single director's visions, I also want a DC Cinematic Universe that feels cohesive and builds towards the big endgame crisis event like what Zach was building towards in uh, JL 2 and 3. A DC Studios sh- uh, and DC, uh, DC Studios should be uh, should do both and needs new leaders to do that. Yeah, and I think that's what they're building up to. Yeah, I mean, when you have a Batman universe that you can build, there's plenty to do right there. That's a to me. That's a to me. I, I like a cohesive universe of Batman because you know that's just me loving Batman so much. But again, like I was saying, when it came to just get Henry Cavill back, just get Henry Cavill's right there, and then you got Dwayne Johnson right there. Somehow those two need to fight at some point. At some point, those two need to fight. That'd be huge. That would be huge. Eric, yo, Dave, my sister and I saw Morbius last night, mainly because she's a big Matt Smith fan. Oh, she must have really loved this scene when he was all dancing and looking all ripped and shit. Uh, Maybe it was low expectations, but we found it an enjoyable killing of an hour and a half. Uh, For all the obvious cuts, there were great performances all around. P.S. Matt Reeves for DCU Clock King. Yeah. I've always, I think I, we agreed with you about him being the clock king. He would be a good clock king. That's good. Glad you enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it as much, but yeah, there's probably a good movie in there somewhere. Uh, we got Casey right here just saying yes. Cool. Thanks for the question. <laughs> uh, we got David Castillo right here. Hi, Dave. Yeah, DC needs to a complete overhaul. No, it doesn't. Not a complete. But that shouldn't be synonymous with total reboot recasting. It just needs leaders Okay, so then that's not a complete overhaul. That's just a partial. That know and support both what the audience's fans want to see and what the creatives need to tell the best versions of their stories. Yeah, there you go. Not a complete overhaul, but what can you do? Uh, let's see right here. Notable and re- uh, notable to readers of uh, Hypable, J.K. Rowling has credited Sujihara for bringing the Fantastic Beasts film series into existence. When I say he made Fantastic Beasts happen, it isn't PR speak, but the literal truth she said in 2014. So it was Sujihara. Yeah, but I mean, the first movie did well. First movie almost made a billion dollars. So, I mean, yeah, you can say thanks Sujihara, but I think people just lost interest in the fucking franchise. Niner for Life took a picture this weekend with a legendary F-14, and I'm stoked for Top Gun Madrick. Well, you look good. Look good, man. I like the jacket, like that bomber jacket. Looks good. Niner, Niner for Life. Cool. That'd be sweet. I wish I could. I'm gonna, I should try to visit something like that. It'd be sweet. Edward, possible Black Adam trailer might release next week at, yes, that's what it's sounding like. That'll be cool. Tet. Um, DC needs to complete, uh, needs a complete reboot. It hurts to say, but the only way to fix things is to reboot. No, that's not the only way. Not the only way. Definitely not the only way. Uh, Ollie spoilers. I just uh, realized, uh, this is the weakest bat of them all. Penguin cracked the code. Selena got the physical evidence. Riddler turned himself in and bat got demoted, uh, to Red Cross volunteer. All right. So we got somebody who's acting like an asshole. Of course, the weakest Batman of all. 
fictional characters. And for us who kind of were looking at it differently, we kind of saw that, yeah, the second year Batman was not sharp with his detective. I mean, he was sharp with some of his detective skills, but yes, it was crafted in a way where, yeah, he needed a bunch of outside presence people. But whatever, Ollie, you're an idiot. Anyways, um, Bert's. Sup, Dave. If Denae Volinyev, Volinyev, I'm still saying it wrong, right? Was given the chance to make a DC movie, which character or characters you would think he'd pick? I think Green Lantern or Batman Beyond would be great. Yeah, I made a video like a couple years ago where I said, yeah, Volinyev, Denny would be great for a Batman Beyond. Absolutely. Uh, Marcelo Mendez, I think Kevin Smith would be a great president for possible DC Studios. He has comic book experience, too, also has experience in Hollywood movies and dealing with producers. He knows what works and what doesn't. He versus John, yeah, uh, the John Peters thing, Superman. What do you think? Uh, I would I would totally welcome that with open arms, but I don't think Kevin Smith would want to do it. He does, He's very much an indie director, if you think about it. And I don't know if he'd want to actually handle all this. Um, uh, but, you know, not a bad choice, Marcelo. I, 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 I like where your head's at, but I just don't think that he would want to actually take it. So, uh, and then, of course, we have, uh, and then, of course, we have Ollie, you know, still. Uh, don't be this, guys. P.S. The, ho- the highway ch- chase blow up. Imagine Zach directed this film. He's only chasing the penguin. We're not imagining Zach. You know, stop it with this kind of shit, please. And then, Tet, you already have this, huh? Me explaining to my friends why Superman is... <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, pretty much. That's me right there. You were quick on that one, Tet. Very quick. Hello! Yeah, uh, I, don't, I, I forgot what the actress' name is. Um, it was a Morbius, but yeah, she's... Uh, she's, uh, yeah, she's pretty uh, eye candy right there. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, Taco Bell. Yes, I heard about this. Ew, 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 ew. The, ugh. I was never a fan. But yeah, Taco Bell is bringing back the Mexican pizza. And as a half Mexican myself, fuck that. Well, I don't like tomatoes. So maybe I'll try it without tomatoes. I just don't like the tomatoes, the, the diced tomatoes. I'm not a fan. I don't mind tomato sauce, but not diced tomatoes. Get that off that thing. But, uh, but yeah, Mexican pizza coming back to Taco Bell. The uh, Batman watch party when, Dylan? Like I said, soon. Soon. So, there you go. All right, then. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Kevin Smith, more like Kevin Poop. Wow. I wasn't even that creative there, Zed. (laughs) I don't like chunks of tomato. Yeah. Chunks of tomato. Get that off the plate right there. All right, guys. That is it. For this Film Junkie Live, thank you guys for uh, spending some time with me. As per usual, cheers to my Monday wine. Snap. Ooh, that one. I started talking before I fully swallowed. Don't want to do that, right, ladies? Anyways, what the fuck? Yeah, that's a good way to wrap it up right there. Anyways, smash that like thumbs up before you leave. And and, uh, subscribe to my channel. If you want to become a member, hit the join button. If you want to join the Patreon, do all that stuff too. We got links all down below. The sock meds. Follow me on all that stuff. Everything. Yeah, I know. Um, and uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow at the same uh, junkie time, same junkie uh, channel. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know I like to end it you know, with a bang with a very inappropriate joke. Okay? All right? 
Love you guys. Talk to you later. Wasn't supposed to do that. I was supposed to do this.